in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh yeah, let so <laughs> Brandon Calhoun bring us in. I'm so glad we actually found the song. I know, so happy we get to have the real song straight from the source. Hey After Buzzers, and welcome to another Battle Creek After Show. Tonight we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 6, Serial Killers. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure you guys are all subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. You can also catch all of our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud, so be sure you follow us there as well. And download, rate, comment, subscribe, you name it, all those things. And throughout the week, be sure you guys hit us up and tweet at us, comment on the YouTube videos. We want to know what you guys think of everything. My name's Lauren Salon. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. And I'm joined tonight by Gary Thomas. Gary, how's it going? And where can everyone find you on Twitter? Fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> and of course, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Gary Thomas. And of course, I am GaryThomas.com. Perfect. Like it. Straight and simple. <laughs> right. There we go. All right. So... Serial Killers. The episode opens up with the 31st annual breakfast day at Battle Creek, which might actually be a real thing. You looked at, well, I know you were going to look it up. I, I wasn't sure I if was you found the up, answer. I didn't look up about the actual annual breakfast day, but Battle Creek is in real life nicknamed Serial City because it has the world headquarters of the Kellogg Company, which was founded in 1906. So that's a wow. long time of having, you know, the cereal being a, a major staple in, you know, the, the business world and kind of the lives of all the people in Battle Creek. And it's also the founding location of Post Cereals, which is now Post Foods, and Ralston Foods Cereal Factory. I don't know Ralston Foods, but... I've heard of it, yeah. Okay, yeah. So lots of cereal going on in Battle Creek. So I think that's a, the cool thing about Michigan. There's so much history. GM, Kellogg, oh, yeah. everything. Oh, is big just, business right. over there. Totally. So I'm guessing cereal day is, or breakfast day is a real thing. If, if you guys out there watching are from the area or know if that's a real day or if you live in Battle Creek and you guys have cereal day... Or breakfast day. I keep breakfast day. Mix, <laughs> breakfast, day. <laughs> breakfast day. Let us know. So I can That'd attend. Be so cool. I know. I love cereal. Speaking of yeah, seriously. <laughs> speaking of cereal, what's your what's your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal is gonna be is oddly enough that Smacks cereal. Smacks. <laughs> is that yeah. that's the one with the frog? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like a bear or a frog or one of the two. I've never had that one. <laughs> My so just, favorite like dessert treat cereal would have to be. Golden Grams or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Who doesn't love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? So good. So good. But then, <laughs> like, my classic cereal is Cheerios. I mean, that's, like, what I grew up eating. Right. Oh, who doesn't love that one either? Right. But yeah. French Toast Crunch is really good, too. Oh, yeah. Like, tiny, <laughs> like tiny pieces yeah. of French toast. Anyway, enough of that. Also, guys out there, what is your favorite cereal? We're talking about cereal. Now cereal I want a bowl City. of cereal instead of a <laughs> glass of water right now. All right. So, at the breakfast day celebration, there is a shooting. And... The mascot and the mayor both get shot. 
So we end up learning, you know, the mayor is very well regarded in the town, who is, um, you know, guest guest star Patton Oswalt for for this week. So that's kind of fun having a, a big name in there. Um, and then we end up learning that the this mayor who is so beloved is kind of a little druggy. He's he, a crackhead. Yeah, he huh? gets. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks like he's like this is not this is not a bong. What is the, he was yeah, like this is like, a this pipe. This is a bong. bong. This is a pipe. And like, Russ is like yeah it? for smoking you crack. crack? <laughs> Which I mean this this definitely you know that whole angle is taking like the comedy side of things. Yeah, the hardcore. You know I I think last week we had a lot of the more serious stuff. And I know we were talking about how that was one last week was one of our favorite episodes. And this yeah. week went back to the kind of more lighthearted stuff. But I think on the whole, we saw a lot more twists in this episode than we maybe have seen. There in were like twists left and right. You right. Could, this was one of the ones I would say was like the hardest actually saw. Because you know, sometimes you can, we were cluing in how to give us the killer right, right away and right. you just kind of miss that person. This one just had me all over the place. It was like, wait a minute, who was being chat? Wait, who was the target? Who wasn't the target? Right. Yeah. And, and while we're watching it, I mean, I think I've come to realize that the way they do it, whoever the bigger name actor is that isn't one of the recurring actors, they're mm. going to be involved in some very important way in yeah. whatever crime's going on. So Patton Oswalt was the the victim and then his brother randall who i am blanking on the actor's name but i've seen him in tons of stuff you know when when i saw him as the brother i'm like oh he's he's involved in some way right. you know maybe just the mayor's brother or maybe he knows but he ended up being the guy behind it all but yeah a number of different twist twists along the way you know from the mayor getting kidnapped out of the hospital <laughs> so he can go do drugs. He thought he was just going to, like, you know, take a little field trip with his drug dealer. He and wasn't trying to miss the back. poker game. He never misses the game. So he had to go hang out and smoke some crack. Uh, yeah, right? Like, Shot or not. Such, who, who, like, just hangs out and does crack recreationally? That's pretty serious, right? You don't just, like, go smoke a little crack during poker, poker night. Poker, like... I that's not heard of to me, but again, we are not in the drug world, so maybe we are just maybe not in the loop. High of functioning things. people do crack every once in a while, right? Just a little game, you know, a little pinochle and a little pipe, no big deal. Like, what is? We're not in the drug world, so we don't know. So pinochle and your pipe, <laughs> right. I like that. Yeah, so lots of twists. Mayor ends up, you know, they find him. They kind of clear out the drug thing and all that, and then. The mascot is also released from the hospital and shot. shot. And so then they focus in on, okay, is it the mascot who is the real target? And they start questioning, you know, his teachers and other students who could have potentially, like, built this high-tech robotics, you know, sniper rifle and all that. And they end up thinking it is this kid, JJ, at school who was harassing him possibly because he was gay or ends up it ends up being that he was jealous of him because he he's really the wanted to be the like, mascot what i thought that was like a way of saying like he's the cool guy at school and i'm well, like oh no he means literally the, the tomcat Tom yeah <laughs> literally the mascot he said he had been cheering every year so he can become the mascot right and, that's dedication right. i would be a little pissed if i joined cheerleading for four years just so that my <laughs> senior year i could be a mascot and didn't get it that's so sad Right? <laughs> it's the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. Yeah, poor kid. <laughs> anyway, I actually thought it was going to go somewhere with that kid a little mm -hmm. bit, a little bit further than it did. But when they were 
kind of interrogating him, it did feel like, oh no, I think this yeah, is, this it was is just a dead too end. good. It yeah. was too good. He was like, I called my mom. I really called my mom, and then just start shooting. Like it was already like, yeah, there's no reason to not believe him. Right. Oh, which brings me back to you know, so that whole thing he was talking about calling his mom, and the call wouldn't go through, which leads them back to okay, well maybe we're focusing on the wrong time frame mm-hmm. with the technology and the data that we're looking at. So. Can we talk about this whole their technology thing? Obviously, the whole unbelievable. Thing, not even right? no way can be real. Right, exactly. So, the guys in Battle Creek are always griping about how their technology is so bad, and you know they don't have updated resources. And here comes Milt with all his fancy technology, <laughs> some of which I'm sure is very accurate and actually. I what can't people believe use. anything that, in this show. No, this <laughs> so futuristic. especially today. This one was so ridiculous. He's like got all the little circles on the people talking on the phone and like it just it, seemed way too it was just way too unreal like yeah we got this shot radar then you can narrow in all the people who are actually on the phone or something like come yeah on it could only be these 15 people in this right. 2,000 square foot space yeah it just that seemed a little too outlandish and i think as we watch it sometimes i I know I get caught up in thinking, okay, I'm watching a crime show sometimes. Oh, wait, no, I'm watching a comedy. Don't take this crime stuff too seriously, you know, because I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah, right. That would not be happening that way. <laughs> you, it, it definitely makes you think, like, does the FBI really have all of this or or no? I, I like, can't I, even I, imagine I just, the kinds of stuff that they have It's that so we don't ridiculous, know about. but though, Battle Creek is so ridiculous, though, with it. I, I can't. Yeah, the... It, it got to be a little much this week, I feel like. <laughs> right, this know? week particularly. Yes, particularly, especially this week. And, and Milt and Russ even have a whole back and forth about technology, period. You know, mm-hmm. Russ is always giving Milt a hard time because Russ likes to use his brain and deductive reasoning to figure out the answers. And, and as we've seen so far, a lot of the time, Russ is right, too. So it hasn't yeah. always been Milt and his technology winning all the time. Mm-hmm. But this week... Milt pretty much like was right the whole time for the most <laughs> yeah. part you yeah. know Milt is not my favorite number all the lines he's done but <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll let it slide he had some good stuff this week yeah so we end up learning that Daryl the mayor's brother was the shooter and I thought it was very interesting during the negotiation speech. So when they're like, or not negotiation, I guess when... Interrogating when, him? Or no, the when they're, they're trying to get him off the oh, edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when he's about, he's like contemplating jumping off the building and Milt and Russ are talking him down. And Russ, of course, is taking the hard ass line, you know, like, you Jump. hated your brother, just do it. No big <laughs> deal, you know. And Milt, of course, is being more empathetic and... It seems like Milt went to a place that was very personal, which could have just been a trick in his smart, you know, negotiating. (laughs) Right. But it did seem like he was going to a place of thinking, you know, he said something like um, helping somebody, you know, you've been helping someone for so long who doesn't want your help, you know, and it feels like you're doing it all for nothing. Something like that. Could have you been talking about Russ? Oh, I don't know. I felt like that was going back to like pre-Battle Creek days for Milt. That I, I I was thinking that originally, but when you start like actually voicing it, and I was thinking about the mm. scene, I started thinking about Russ. Like I'm here to help you, and all you do is oh, bash me. And I, I, I didn't even brought think of you it that way. Maybe it was huh. getting personal like that. Yeah. But I, I, originally, when I was watching it, I thought what you were thinking. You know, it could have been something in the past. But yeah, then, but it could very yeah. well be him. How he feels about talking milk. about. Russ, yeah. Or Russ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Milt no, talking about Russ. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah. And then after that, so they bring this guy in and the mayor has a heart attack. So that was another twist. You know, we've got the twist of the mayor getting kidnapped um, by his drug dealer, which wasn't kidnapping after all. The mascot then getting released and shot. So then it's the mascot. And then the kid the kids at school you know and so all these different kind of pulling us in a lot of different directions this week and that last one with the mayor getting a heart attack that they think was induced by something that someone drugged him in a way to have a heart attack and that whatever medication you would give somebody who was having a heart attack that would end up killing him Mm -hmm. for you know for good and i i like how russ and milt were there in the er room and ended up (laughs) pretty much like solving you know saving his life essentially which again very unrealistic but it was fun to have don't take it i mean we need to stop taking away from the writers it may be possible (laughs) not really but i want to give you guys the the credit of what you do the thing that for us as viewers is to remember that it's a crime procedural and comedy Mm -hmm. so that's where we have to be lenient with the real life situations and technology and things like that because it's very much a comedy, too. Yeah, you know? I think that's what's and hard about more a, a comedy. I think that's what's hard about getting into the show. Sometimes, you know, you, when you're as soon as you're invested in the crime part, it's comedy. Yeah. Now you're invested in the comedy because you're I laughing, agree. and then it's about the crime. So, uh, it's definitely finding that balance in order to make you know find your audience. I guess. Right. Right. I totally agree, and I would say with the two episodes that we've liked the most, the one um, last week with. Gusewitz and all her old boyfriends mm-hmm. and getting her house burned down and stuff. And then with the little girl and the drugs in the backpack, those I think stood out a lot because they were more dramatic and mm-hmm. more crime focused, but still had a lot of comedy. But I think we get more invested in them when we see the that kind of those deeper yeah. storylines and the more dramatic storylines and getting to know the characters better and exactly. on that deeper level. So Hopefully we get more of that mixed in and and more kind of drama with kind of dashes of comedy. Because so I think, I, I agree. I think it's, I like the episodes that are a bit more hard hitting. And yeah. And have the sprinkles of comedy. Because the, the comedy when it happens is great. But I do think that you like, get pulled into the show more when it's got those kind of stronger storylines. I definitely think that they're starting something new with this show mm-hmm. it's just hard to really get into right now because it is just a kind of a newer concept you know you do have shows that mix it too but yeah. it's just the way they're mixing it it's so, it's so heavy on both sides mm-hmm. that you can't really say oh this is a crime show or this is a right, comedy right. it's literally both at all times right and sometimes the you know we'll get an episode that's really crime and dramatic you know and then get another one that's really comedy focused so you know i think maybe they're they're also feeling out which direction yeah. is the best way to go but too. the but the subplots you know the 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 b storyline is always comedic it's yeah. always comedic yeah, so definitely which yeah why don't we talk about tonight's b storyline <laughs> so, yeah so we've got Funk and Font talking about the wedding venue and they've got this you know May Mayfair yeah, wedding venue Mayfield. Or Mayfield wedding venue in mind and that's Shailene's dream venue and mm-hmm. Font was supposed to put the deposit down and secure it and he didn't do that so he's kind of like in a pinch with needing to figure this out for them and he and Holly ends up helping them as well with this and I thought it was so funny so we've got Font doing all these things to try and figure out how to get this venue mm-hmm. for them and ends up going to 
the this yoga class where this so the date ended up getting reserved by some other couple who's going to now get married there when funk and shailene were supposed to and so he crashes her yoga class that she's teaching and tells her that you know, oh, some terrible crime happened there. You know, we just have to let everybody know. And we haven't we, captured. <laughs> we haven't captured them, but we think they're targeting the venue, not the people who were there that day. So you may want to move your wedding. No one different... in their right mind will believe them no, hogwash right? like that. Yeah, not at all. And he's like, oh, by the way, I think they're probably refunding deposits too. And of course, Holly ends up being in the class. Where, I, that, where isn't Holly? Right. That threw me <laughs> off actually initially. I was like, wait, why is she there too? And it's like very elaborate plan to convince mm-hmm. this girl not to have her wedding there because then Holly's like oh I was married there six years ago and then we got a divorce she's like you the know, best four luck. years you're like yeah. you said six years she's like oh the two years of paperwork and crying no big deal divorces yeah. don't happen because of venues yeah bad juju for for that <laughs> venue and we end up learning that um, Shailene ends up deciding to have the wedding at the house after all because she heard from her Pilates instructor, her who heard from some yoga teacher that the you know some the groom killed the bride there like right. stabbed her Seven, with a cake knife times. like seventeen times and it's hot you know all these bad vibes and stuff and it just ends up biting font in the butt which was so funny I I thought they did right. a great job it's, with that. Is Shailene not your, like, most favorite unseen character oh, ever? I can't wait to meet Shailene. <laughs> the story is fun says. I hope she's such a good, like, cameo. Yeah, she has to be, like, a, a fireball. Like, yeah. She's going to be so funny. Oh, gosh. I can't even imagine. Any ideas who she could be? I no idea. I don't That's know. That's going to be great, though. Like, I Shailene, think it's going to be good. She has to be hilarious. Yeah. She's got to be, yeah, firecracker for sure, yes. too. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to meet Shailene. Well, when's their wedding supposed to be? Do we know? No. What the time frame is? Because maybe we'll see the wedding. This, this whole funk and Shailene thing is just so odd. Like, all, all we ever hear is just about her doing something crazy, you know? So yeah. they never really say anything, anything specific. Right. Well, they had the bachelor party already so i mean generally you don't do that too far out so maybe we're getting ready for the actual big day but you would make sure you have your venue locked down well in advance, well in advance before like, you have a bachelor party that's yeah for sure. that's not you know <laughs> of course but yeah. i think we're just nah, let me not i'm gonna wait till later in the show to say that oh okay. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah i can't wait like a prediction <laughs> okay i can't wait to meet shailene so we didn't really get anything with Holly and Russ this week. We did, though, learn kind of in the beginning. So you know how Holly is planning on going to law school. And so she's, yeah, you know, she she's applying and all that. And she mentions a case. Yeah. Law school. We, we haven't solidified this whole thing yet. Right, right. So she mentions a case. Oh, in you know, da, 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 they did X, Y, Z. And so she's pulling that, like, law school prep information out and kind of has to hide it again so it seems like she's still on that track to applying at least but who knows if or, she's really gonna go or the writers it. are trying to throw us or off, they're just trying as to trick usual. us yeah they're trying to trick us and russ as well right <laughs> russ looked different this episode by the way he had a haircut yeah was that just it <laughs> like i think just, so i think it was the crisp haircut maybe. yeah just milt seemed like cleaner. he had a haircut too maybe everyone well milt is always clean cut yeah you know russ is not always clean cut he always kind of rough around the edges yeah yeah but yeah i think maybe it was just the haircut for russ but 
Anyway, so yeah, not much with Holly and and Russ this week. So, you know, I think we'll probably get some of that maybe next week a little bit. But, um, you know, this I felt like this episode was was fun. It was fun to see some of the bigger mm-hmm. name actors guest guest starring as well. And and I think for um, you know, for next week we've got Candace Bergman That's guest starring be cool. as yeah, yeah, as Russ's mom, which I think is going to be awesome i love cameos yeah love cameos and i think they so far have been doing a great job of pulling in some mm-hmm. some bigger names definitely thus definitely. far so i'm pretty i'm pretty excited yeah so what any any other goodies from from this week no i definitely um was, i need to i want to look up goosewick's son because he oh, randomly yeah. showed up i don't know whether it's because it's Battle Creek somehow, you know, relate to my account, but you know how people show up in your popular page. He randomly showed up in my popular page and like about music and doing stuff, and I never really looked up his name. Um, I'm just like, I recognize that guy. And it was like, oh yeah, I recognize him. I watched him on Battle Creek. So maybe we need to like pay attention to what he's doing too. Yeah, see what he's up to. He did have a, he was in the episode a lot, strong, dramatic mm -hmm. performance. Maybe a rising star right there. Yeah, maybe we'll get him as a guest. Perhaps? I think we should we should definitely reach <gasps> yeah. out to him. I mean, he's not too big yet, where he might snub us. <laughs> no, come on, we have a lot of fun down here. I know, <laughs> so we should we should reach out to him. Yeah, I think so. So should we dive into some predictions? Absolutely, I'm ready for that. Let's do it. Shake those predictions, shakers. You're after Buzz TV predictions. Alrighty. I don't know that I have any solid predictions. I'm very excited about Candace Bergman guest starring. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And in the kind of, you know, what to expect next week teaser, we do see that she's like a con artist, which is so funny. Of course, or Russ's mom would be a con artist. But I do think that with russ's mom being on the show i think milt's gonna get some kind of history about russ yeah that's obviously gonna make russ feel super uncomfortable and you know like out of place and stuff and out of his comfort zone and so i think milt and russ's mom are of course gonna bond and she's gonna share all these... she's gonna of course like milt of course like everybody and so i bet she's gonna share some embarrassing stories about russ that he doesn't agree. want people to know especially milt uh i think that I think Russ and Holly are going to have a flirting moment. We didn't really see any of that. Maybe this they'll week. give it a break for a little while and bring it back. Like, oh well, yeah, this week. Was this you. week a break from it? <laughs> Maybe it was. I'm hoping next week we get some flirting action. Right. You know, she didn't mention anything about her love life because last week we left off. She was going on a date mm-hmm. with the coffee guy. coffee shop man. So, so yeah, those are my my small little predictions. How about you? I agree with those, and um, I think we're on the brink of milk, because towards the end, we're talking about, you know, well, I'm in Battle mm. Creek now, you know, just that whole, the whole commentary between right. them is like, we are slowly but surely getting to the point of why milk is in Battle Creek. Right. I wonder if Russ's mom might get milk to open up a little. She is a con woman. She just Maybe she'll might. be able to weasel her way into some info. Maybe she'll be the only one that can outsmart Right. Milt. Hmm. That'd be cool to see. Hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for next week. I like when they give us those kind of special episodes. Um. So. So yeah, I think. I think that kind of covers it. Um, that definitely does cover. Yeah. Thanks Battle everybody. Creek serial killers. I know serial killers. Uh, puns again with the titles. You <laughs> as know, usual. As, as they do every week. 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching along. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode too. Um, let us know what's what's your favorite cereal. What do you think of the the episode? Tell us is is breakfast day a real day in Battle Creek? <laughs> so we can we want to know that too. Yeah, be sure to tweet at us, comment, you name it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash AfterBuzz TV. I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me all over the internet at Lauren Salon. That's S-A-L-A-U-N and Gary, where can everyone find you online? The again? very, very simple and straight to the point. <laughs> I am Gary Thomas on Instagram and Twitter, and I am GaryThomas.com. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.